All right. Hey, everybody. It is Thursday, November 11th, and we are coming to you with something a little different this week. We are going to be talking about a different sport altogether. And just a word of note, um, we are ironing out all our tech issues, our recording issues. Um, At some point in the middle of this episode, I accuse people of um, typing on their keyboards during the podcast. Um, I've since determined that no one was typing and it was actually my microphone that was having a problem. So I'm a little embarrassed, but stay with this conversation. It's really funny. And hey... You know, we're, we're uh, testing out new horizons. So uh, enjoy the show. Saber. Hey, sorry about the delay. I, I got to, I crossed my wires up briefly. That's okay. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you get when you're the big man. <laughs> BMOC. <laughs> you're the big Welcome man to today. my world. Welcome to my world now. All right, yeah, we, so uh, before Ross we begin, is going like to screw it up by being funny. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, he's yep, going to dress he, up like the, whatever, the, yeah. clip, the charger lightning bolt or something will be his Probably. outfit. Probably. Hey, yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining today. We have a special, unique episode for you. Um, there haven't been any baseball news, and we have had something else we want to talk with you about. Uh, where This is a little bit of a test run. Um, so please, uh, listen to this special episode. And, uh, if you like what you hear, please email us at so underscore baseball at iCloud.com and give us your feedback and, uh, let us know, Hey, I really like that special episode. And with that note, take it away, Dave and Kevin. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Welcome to the first edition of so football that you heard that right. So football. Um, and there was a there was a bit of hesitation coming in with this idea because with the so brands you don't want to water it down, right? You know we've seen that happen. We've seen when oh hey Peloton you guys are doing great let's make a treadmill that and then it ended up killing like people's pets and stuff. You know Jesus um, yeah. really I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Oh yeah they had to pull it they had to pull it from the market. They've since then put it back on the market but now it has this like preventative thing where it doesn't kill the pets anymore uh-huh. um but the point being is once you have some success like we've had with so baseball the the inclination is to is to expand but we have to do so the right way you know absolutely so that's why we're coming out with so football to see how it's received what people are you know how it, how it goes over and maybe we can get that wine sponsor back um they're still here they're still here yeah. Okay. I, I told them, do you guys want to sponsor So Football? And they said, we love LAFC or big oh, Premier no. League. No, just kidding. <laughs> God damn it. So Football. No, this is that's, not that. That's definitely coming up as well. That could be coming up, but not this year. Because my feeling about this is that we come in midseason when things are already exciting. You know, I know you guys started So Baseball at the beginning of the year, but we're coming in mid-season. There's already a lot of stories. Um, so, but I want to throw it over to my, my man, Kevin, because let's, let's get some things out of the way just for the viewers who want to know about this. You're, you're a, a 49ers fan. Is that, is that I, accurate? I'm a lifetime 49ers fan. I used to okay. go 
I got to go to almost every game for free in the 1981 season, thanks to Berkeley Farms. Wow. They had free tickets that you could get. You had to go to the local rec park. And then, and one of my first games ever was O.J. Simpson's last game at Candlestick. Because oh, wow. he played two seasons for the 49ers. Right. And, right. Um, and that last game, they, it was week 15, and the Niners won their second game of the year. Oof. And it was the last home game, and everyone ran on the field and tore down the goalpost. It was quite a thing to see, and I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" You know, it's like right. Was this uh, this was pre Montana? Is that is that uh, yeah? It was. This was the first year of Bill Walsh, right? Um, And uh, and Montana was there. I think he was drafted that year, but he wasn't uh, starting or anything. I mean, when you say names like Bill Walsh, you know, and and Joe Montana, I mean that just that gets the hair on the back of your neck. Yeah, Ronnie Lott. I mean, he was Ronnie Lott, Dwight Clark, Dwight Clark, Freddie Solomon, Ray Wershing. You name them, (laughs) I got exactly. Yeah, and we even borrowed some guys from the Chargers, like Fred Dean. uh, You had you had the Dean machine. And we had the Dean machine, and then we got Hacksaw Reynolds from the Rams too that year, and, and helped solidify the the linebacking and, and defensive line rush. Right, and and let's be clear that we're talking about an era where the game was a very different game than it is now. Well, I, I I recommend to everyone listening, and right now that's just you and and uh, <laughs> Ross, um, and maybe someone who, if I talk loud enough, maybe my neighbor. Uh, but I recommend everyone go on this thing called YouTube and yeah. Google up football game 1981 Steelers 49ers. It is it, the full game is on there. It's the most amazing thing because you get to watch a team of the 70s. It's still Bradshaw. It's it's uh, Franco Harris. It's all those guys. That, Lynn it's Swan. The, it's the Lynn Swan, John Stallworth. Yep. The whole defense. Uh, me, Joe Green everyone's on there right yeah and they're playing against the 49ers with the young upstart defense and it is a different game than the game you watch today now if you want to watch the game from today go watch arena football in 1986 the initial (laughs) season and that is the nfl of today so right uh but yeah that was the it was the shift though because it went from being a full-on like uh, that game is one of the most physical games you'll ever watch ronnie lott carlton williamson they hit some Steelers balls flying up in the air. Steelers are hitting them. Guys are going out with injuries, but they're not speed injuries. They're 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 physical force injuries. They're yeah. They're they're just muscular men hitting each other. Right. That that was a time when it was you separate the man from the ball. That was that was Correct. what you did. You yeah. take the ball and the man. You separate the two. However, yeah. however you get there. Yeah, um, you block for them or whatever, and then you, you go from there. But totally. anyway, I, that so yeah, 49ers and, and but also a football fan from that era onwards, uh, you know, dipping in and out. Not as hardcore as baseball, but definitely football served its purpose because they, they don't really overlap uh, yeah. too much. You know, they overlap a little bit. But, right. but most of those years, the Giants weren't that good in starting in September, so you could easily switch to the 49ers, so. Now, right. I know the 49ers won five rings. Um, five Super Bowls, yeah. What were those years, if you recall? So, yeah, so they won a season, and we'll go seasons. They won the 81 season, which was January 82 was the Super Bowl. They won the 84 season, uh, which was 85. Um, 
And uh, and the first year they beat the Bengals, then they beat the uh, Dolphins a second time. Then they won the 88 season when they beat the Cincinnati Bengals one more time. Uh, that was a thriller down in Miami with John Taylor scoring that, making that catch. Um, and then 89 was the blowout on the Denver Broncos with John Elway. And I don't they, like where they, this is going to finish. They, and then, yeah. and then, I know, sadly. This um, was the only one that I watched. 94 season which was George Seifert's second Super Bowl. Walsh won the first three and then retired after 88, um, was the blowout of the uh, San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers, um, and that game was, where was that Yeah, game? New Orleans? Somewhere. That game was held on Baker Street in the Panhandle area really? of San Francisco. And that was well, before, I, tell you that was before I met you guys. I met you guys like uh, two years later. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you know what else? Kev, you'll remember about that final one, which was really depressing. Yeah. They went from, you know, the uh, what you call it, conference championship game, straight to the Super Bowl one week later. They did not do the pageantry oh, that they right. now do. Yeah. Well, they the, did it with the whole week off, and then the and then the yeah. Super Bowl. Week. But that was only that was only a couple years they did that. I believe I have to double check. But in the old days, they had the two weeks off before yeah. that. It was they, well, I yeah. Think that it, hurt it, the Chargers on that game. I really could, do. It could have. But uh, the Char- do you think it really could have turned out any different, though? Yeah, probably, probably, probably not, not. But it, maybe it wouldn't have been so embarrassing and such, yeah. such a bad blowout. But, I mean, that game was just. But let's give the Chargers their props. They probably played in the most amazing NFL football game of all time, which was the Chargers versus the Dolphins in the 1981 playoffs. Um, oh yeah, that Damn Kellen God. Winslow game where Kellen Winslow was had to be uh, like kind of helped off the field because he left it all out there. He was yeah. so yeah. exhausted, and Eric then they Correale. went on and lost to the Bengals. But that game, that game to me is one of the the best um, NFL games ever. I watched that game and it was totally it was incredible. And totally I was a big agree. Dan Fouts fan. I mean Dan Fouts, Dan Fouts, uh, local San Franciscan, went to Saint Ignatius High School right down the street from me. Although it was somewhere else at that time, I think. But um, he uh, a tremendous player, and I loved watching him. Another great game of all time: Chargers versus Niners in 1982 in the strike season, and Fouts and Montana went toe to toe. It's like a 35-32 game or something like that. Trade and blows. Yeah, it was it was amazing, and the Chargers won that game. But it was truly, uh, um, you know, a, a spectacular. Uh, presentation of those two quarterbacks so yeah well I think what you're what you're touching on which I think is is important to mention here because there's so much I mean we've got the entire history and the future and the present of football we could talk about but correct we became football fans in a time when football was really fun to watch it was really exciting you know it was um you know things were happening it didn't have stupid rules. It didn't have ten-minute reviews. It the, actually the have, game actually had a flow to it. You didn't have the Patriots dominating for years at a time. You didn't have that. You had, you know, you had Dan Marino not winning a Super Bowl. You had the Buffalo Bills getting to four in a row, not winning any of them. Uh, you had the New York Giants just fucking out there in the the Meadowlands. I mean, th- this is what our foundation is. And yeah, the new game, I'm actually getting back into a lot more, which is, I think, you know, maybe why we're so fired up for this. Okay. Can I stop you podcast. right there? And I sure. thank you for your 
thank you for your statement of purpose. And I think we kind of all know where we stand. Um, if someone is tapping on a computer keyboard or clicking a mouse, um, I'm not saying don't ever do it, but if, uh, if you can maybe keep it a little further away from your microphone or only look up things that are prescient to this Ooh. podcast. Wow. I hope um, Ross edits this part out. I'm picking up, I'm picking up some clackety clacks and I've tried to be better about uh, the show, but anyway. Uh, okay. I, I've always well, thought I it was me. Not, I, but it I, still, be... I still hear the truck from the two episodes ago. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to throw stones. I live in a glass house. But anyway, well, we want this. One, it could only be two of us that you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I think All it right, was guys. Jimmy Bob. I'm not so... even multitasking right now. But anyway, back to football. Um, so that's okay. So I think now we know Kev has the history. He's got the 49ers. He's got the Bay Area covered, you know. I am a, a, a Charger fan, West Coast guy, you know, Air Coriel, Chuck Muncie, J.J. Jefferson. That's my background, if anyone wants to know about it. Um, and, you know, why are we doing this? Because we want to talk about football through the lens of our view on sports in general. That's what, we, that's what we're here to do. We're here to apply our thoughts on sports in general to the to the great sport of american football yes and, and um, also isn't another conceit as a um possible way to uh, re-enter the re-enter um the world of this world for those who have sort of um stopped paying attention yeah yeah that could work that could work because i know like ross doesn't like professional football or so he says um, and maybe the, if we can get Ross back, maybe we, we can get others back as well. Yeah. Use me as your test subject. And if you can pique my interest, um, then maybe you'll, you'll also get through to some others. All right. Well, I'd like to talk about two big topics today. Cause we don't, we don't want to blow our wad in one, in the first show. Let's, let's give them a little something, two big topics and then we can we can sort of see where it goes from there. Topic number one is the great parody debate, which has been going on for, I don't know, at least 20 years, but it's really, really heating up right now. And let me just kind of give you a little background. Everybody thinks from week to week, these guys are unstoppable. These guys are gonna, you know, run the table. They're gonna go all the way. And then sure enough, someone loses to the, to the Jags or Patrick Mahomes can't throw the football anymore. So there's so much uncertainty right now about who's actually good. That's what we really don't know. You can look terrible one week and be a Super Bowl contender the next. So, you know, why is that? Can Kev, any thoughts on, on the reasons for this? Yeah. I mean, see the, the thing about, the NFL, which is not like baseball, so we can draw a few lines here, is the NFL is very federalized, meaning that everyone gets the same amount of money from TV and everything else. Um, so all the teams are getting paid about the same. They do get some extra stuff. But, but unlike baseball, which local TV and local radio give teams a lot more money. 
Uh, so the Yankees have more money than, say, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Just right. Broad, broad strokes, right? So you've got this situation where um, teams can have, uh, you know, access to new players. They have the same amount of money to pay for free agents. There's, there's a lot of th- that. That begins the parody. Um, and there's a lot of controlling in the NFL, meaning that uh, players are not on guaranteed contracts. Uh, for the most part, yep. Um, that you know, it's very much control a league controlled from a center point. Um, and then on top of that, you have the rules that have shifted to protect, in their words, protect the offensive players. Um, but what they've done is they've just kind of made it much more of a of a open thing to to be able to score i mean in the old days you know you're down by 11 points with a minute and 30 to go game's over long over over. people are sitting down they're they're doing victory formation these days you're like well each team can score at least two times you know exactly (laughs) it's and and that is something that is is uh is new and and so anyway i think i think the starting point for all this kind of parody was in the late seventies. I think it was 79 when they brought in the five yard rule and the five yard rule was that the defensive player could not touch a receiver after five yards uh, if they weren't with the ball. Right. So they had to separate. You get that initial bump right off the line. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that was the beginning of the West coast offense with, with Bill Walsh then started to use which as the rules have progressed, they've made it very, it's, you know, it, there's very few sports where you as the person can decide if I'm sliding or I'm going to, you know, go and try and attempt. So the quarterback can fake a slide and do, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot of um, fine line there where the player actually can, can control kind of the situation of how the ruling takes place. And, so you've you just created kind of um, you know it it just op- it's opened it up a lot that everyone can really on any given week have a good game you know yeah so that's that's, kind of, that's, that's my take no I like that a lot I like that a lot and yeah you're right about the sliding because I mean I you know that's something where they're so desperate to protect the quarterbacks and specifically the quarterbacks' heads that they are so quick to call anything where even even if it didn't hurt the quarterback, but if you touched his head, it's now a penalty. Correct. Whereas yeah. in you know, before you could you could whack his head. And well, that was, you know, that was fine. Yeah, I mean it's it's I think Tom Brady gave an interview before this season and he talked about this whole thing about these protection. And he, you know, uh and his his feeling was I'll protect my players, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll protect ourselves because what you do is you open it up to too much interpretation. And, you know, in the old days, you like the receiver would be all pissed off if the quarterback threw the ball over the middle because he knew he was going to get whacked. You right. Know? And, and um, so they didn't do it as much. Now they just do it. Cause they're like, well, if he gets whacked, we'll get a penalty. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, right. so it exactly. part of the strategy of the game is to get the penalties to get yards. It's so it's, it's a little murky, but anyway. Yeah. Well, nowadays too, a big part of the, you know, if, if you're down big and you've got a lot of yards to make up and not a lot of time to do it, 
you might just throw it long and hope for a flag, you know, just hope you get a call. And then, yeah, yeah. we just got 40 yards. We never yeah. had to make a catch. We never had to make a really good play, but just hoping that with enough contact or enough sort of murky kind of, Oh, did he, didn't he, we just going to get the call and then, and boom. And that's, you know, it's almost like the new hail Mary doesn't need to be caught. It just needs to draw a flag. Yeah. That, that's yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, it's, it's part of the strategy, you know, and that's, yeah, that's part of the thing. And like, I, I mean, said, drawing fouls are fairly common in a number of sports, whether that's basketball, yeah. uh, soccer, you know, they're, yeah. the, a lot of times players are looking to draw a penalty. Exactly. And it becomes part of the flow of the game too, right? Like you watch those basketball games that are nothing but fouls. And then other ones announcers are like, they're just letting them play. Well, why isn't it a foul today? You know, it's like, give, give it some consistency, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, you know, part of the reason why we love baseball check swings and all that. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So what was your next point, Dave? Uh, my my next point was um, historical. Um, <laughs> wait, fuck, let me get to my notes. Ross, cut this part out. Let me get get into my notes. A little Take your time. Action here right uh, now. I'm ordering Take your time. some. In, I'm ordering some index cards for you uh, <laughs> okay. right now. Office Depot. God damn it! I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. My next point that we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's a list right. of two. <laughs> actually leave this in leave all of it leaving it all in including when i scolded you the next thing yeah. i want to talk about is football meets covid i know it's not popular oh, but yeah. it's a big big thing right yeah. now and it's yeah. changing the the game um yeah. and it's huge and obviously the big one is um the aaron Rodgers thing which Correct. i know we've all we've all seen that we don't necessarily need to rehash it but basically he said he was vaccinated or implied he was. He was yeah. not. He, he, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he got COVID and then all sorts of hell broke loose. Um, and, you know, the whole sort of, hey, so-and-so is vaccinated, but he tested positive. We need two negative tests before Sunday. Can he play? Can he join the team? How's he going to zoom in? Um, it's actually making a lot of these games that were, oh, this one's going to be a no-brainer. Wait a second, you know, Seattle isn't necessarily a lock to beat these guys because, you know, they, they've they got two of their best offensive guys on the COVID list. That's not really true, but I'm just using that as a, you know, hypothetical. Sure. Um, the COVID of, of it all um, is, I think, playing a pretty outsized role this season in, um, in the competition. And who's who's ready and who's good from from week right. to week, you know? Yeah, no, and that's and that's across the board. It's, I mean, the the Aaron Rodgers thing is okay. So the guy totally kind of insinuated, you know, that he had been vaccinated and did things that other players who weren't vaccinated. I mean, players got cut who weren't vaccinated. Let's just yeah. be honest, right? Yeah, and State Farm. Stands behind Aaron Rodgers. And they made a statement on that. I was like, whoa, okay. They so, were? I didn't see that. Yeah, so when, when I'm doing something in my car and, and I didn't follow the rules and then State Farm says, we're not going to cover you. Um, huh. Just saying. Yeah, you know, what about th that Rodgers rate? What about that? 
Exactly. I'll bring that up to my local agent. You know? Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, so, but but so you you see these kind of like you know oh well he's he's such a great player so uh, well we can't do something to him and um, so we'll see what happens with that but I I do I do think you know let's let's just all agree on one thing and I know Ross will agree with this the biggest American mafia is the NFL right let's just right. let's be honest it's the, up there the owners are are worse than a lot of the players in their actions. Oh, yeah. And they get away with it, and they're really, really kind of gross people. Um, you know, but I think this is part of our, our can, we, can we still like football kind of thing. Um, and it's part of us. We grew up with it. With, you know, we were talking, it was a different game that we grew up with, and we fell in love with, and we kind of fell out of favor. Um, you know, we had a few great moments at the the park side, uh, watching some Super Bowls. Oh there. yeah, uh, especially that one where I think it was a Titans guy got tackled at the half yard line by a Ram to win the game. Oh yeah, yeah that was um, great. That was great. And so you know, we kind of, I mean, we we don't really, um, like I I read almost everything about baseball. I read very little about football because it's not it's not intriguing. It's not interesting. It's very much more kind of TMZ-ish than anything <laughs> else. So it's it's very uh, it's it's you know there's a lot of posse's in football and there's no posse's in baseball or at least very few. Yeah. Um, well, if I, I could um, if I yeah, could jump ahead. in real fast, um, I think um, for me the biggest appeal was always um, the ritual. Because it's always on the same day mm. or the same couple of days, same time. Yeah. Uh, and you, you kind of like get into a mind state of like, I know what I'm doing for the next four to six hours. Um, I'm going to be with my buddies or like drifting in and out of a nap or whatever. Like it's, it's the ritual of sport um, really, really is strong with NFL because um, you know, people indulge in freaking Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, it's it's like a mini Super yeah. Bowl every yeah. Sunday. And right. um, and yeah. NFL owns that day of the week. So when they're on Sunday, is their day. No one yeah. can get in the way. And all they have to do is like keep the product like safe and scandal free, or safer. Yeah, and scandal free, and they haven't been able to do it. Everybody's been complaining about head head injury and traumatic brain injury yeah. and other scandals in the, uh, in the league. And um, they, ha they just haven't managed to clean up their act. Um, there was the whole kneeling thing, you know, you won't Kaepernick and Hey, you're not allowed to kneel. Like, you know, yeah, they, they were definitely going like full Trumper during those years. And then they hired Jay-Z and it's like, it's so know, their image crazy. is yeah. shit. Their image is shit. Yeah. But if, um, if they could, you know, actually write the ship and like address some of these things without just purely thinking about their own profits. Um, they could lure a few people back to the sport. I'm not saying they're going to have me back every Sunday, but I'm just saying, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of gross stuff involved. Now, having said that though, as we, as we go into the weekend, what is possibly the most compelling matchup of this upcoming weekend to leave our listeners with that they should tune into and just dip a toe in the best matchup of the week this coming game this coming weekend yeah 
You know, that's that's a really great great question. I, I'm going to go with um, the Rams 49ers. Oh. Um, because it's, first of all, it's a primetime game, Sunday night. Um, or no, excuse me, uh, Monday, Monday night. night. Monday, Monday night, night football. Um, and not sure if you guys are aware of this, breaking news, Odell Beckham Jr. is signing with the Rams. Literally what? as we speak. Ugh. Literally as we speak. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, Breaking now news. we're looking at we're looking at a Rams team who's got, you know, um, Von Miller coming over from Denver for his first game yeah. on in Monday night, and maybe you know, OBJ probably who should be ready for Monday night. Um, this is the kind of thing that makes football fun, you know. Where else would, you know, a disgruntled superstar on a Monday? be tweeting out, I don't like it here. And on the next Monday, he's on a Super Bowl contender. Right. And, it, and you know, I, I don't know if that could happen in, in baseball. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. No, I probably feel like it would be more plodding. Where, right? um, where was he before? He was at Cleveland. Okay. Um, and him and Baker Mayfield uh, just weren't working. Just, just not a good fit. It's not a good fit. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's to me the big because division games always exciting anyway. Well, it throw the records the, out. The forty niners, yeah, the forty niners backs are against the wall. I mean, it, the season's kind of over, not fully over yet because this is the first seventeen game season. Yeah, if people didn't realize that one. I remember when they were fourteen. That's how old I am. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, um, and uh, so I. Don't know. I well, we'll see what happens there. But I actually think the game on Sunday night is is the is is another one, another division game. Chiefs, Chiefs Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I just think because there you've got kind of a similar thing. Mahomes, he's got to keep on proving it because he wasn't proving it. Right. Um, he got lucky in the State Farm Bowl. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Um, and so they beat the Packers last week without Aaron right. Rodgers. But um, and not really convincingly. Um, so I think that Raiders game, you know, it's in yeah. Vegas, which, geez, what's going on there? It's insane. Right. Um, it can bring all kinds of people to town. And then it's going to kind of go from there. And, and uh, I, I just think that will be the, the, a really big game. Um, yeah, I do, too. And the, another reason is the AFC West is so talking about parody yeah. you've got two teams at five and four two yeah. teams at five and three exactly it's like i mean it's yeah. and there, it's 17 games that we're not even halfway done yet yeah. i mean we could have team you know a lock to take it and then all of a sudden not even make the playoffs yeah all of a sudden. no you know, it's, it's yeah it's and that's exactly what i'm saying is that any of these teams and you know that's why the 49ers could beat the rams on monday night where if if it was 1978 and it was and and back in 1978, I don't think that the 49ers even won three games, so they already surpassed that. Um, it wouldn't even be like a contest. It would be right. like, oh, the Rams are going to win this game with Vince Ferragamo, you know, right. whatever, and and uh, whoever they had that was a running back. But it, it's uh, but you're right now. Hey, anything can happen. Right. I mean, it um, seems like a lock. It seems like the Rams are much better. They've got all these reinforcements. They're going to come in, mop the floor with yeah. them, and that's it. But yeah. we know that this is exactly the kind of game that would just 
all of a sudden the Niners show up, decide they're good yeah. again. And then we're like, well, wait, I thought the Rams were good. What, you yeah. know, it's like, uh, and that's, and, uh, that's what I like about it. And four and five, if the Niners can win that game and they're four and five, they're still in the hunt. That's the crazy yeah. part. That's just, that's just the absurd part where it, right. it starts to get like, right. you know, like you're just like, what? Um, you know, because they're – there's no, you know, everyone's kind of in the same similar boat. You know, there's no, the only teams that are kind of ahead are the Bucks, the Packers, the Cardinals, and the Rams and Cowboys. And then, so there's still room to to get those other wild card spots. And yeah, so it's yeah. I have to run though. I do okay, but before you go, let me just yeah. throw one thing out there. And this is my, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Of course, if one team, uh, sometimes adding players. Like as we saw with the Padres, Jeez. sometimes adding players doesn't improve the team. Uh, it can throw off the chemistry, Morale. and maybe like the Rams making these moves is going to come back to bite them. Anyway, I'll let it you guys know. It could go. be. It could be, and then we'll we'll. I, I wish there was still it could be. the Coliseum though. Okay, I've got a one homework assignment for each of you. All right. Uh, before we go, Kevin. Email me a YouTube link of that old 1981 game that you want everybody to watch. Yeah, I will And do. Dave, text me a JPEG of what you want the cover episode for this episode to be. The cover art for this episode to be. Okay. Uh, nothing fancy. Just, you know, dummy something up in five minutes. and uh, Like a little Photoshop deal or something? Yeah, whatever. Just, you know, I don't. you can do it in uh, markup, Instagram. I don't care. Just... Something to, uh, to put on the cover of this episode. Okay, I'll get right on it. All right, guys. Well, this has right. been fun. Yeah, um, great job. I feel like everybody. we all learned a little something. And yeah, we'll see where this goes. For another episode here, I have exactly. More to, I, I think more it's. Uh, I think we dive deeper as we go along, and we start to. I, I, the one thing I just want to leave out there is like, let's get away from the TMZ aspect of the NFL. Let's just stay between the lines. Let's look at the games, and that's where the drama is. That's the great thing about football is. The drama between the lines. There's a lot of strategy, but you don't need to know a lot of strategy to enjoy football. And that's where it should be at. So you can be on different levels and still take what you want from it. But it's the competition we should focus on, not who's being a free agent, who's being a jackass, who's driving. It's a beautiful game, and it it should fix itself so that – People can enjoy it, enjoy the, the grace and beauty of the sport. Correct. 60 minutes of, of defense and offense intertwined. And I can't wait until we do a Chicago Cardinals episode. <laughs> we'll get our dad back. Exactly. All right. All right, guys. Have a good All right. Great job. Great job. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Love bye. you. Okay, Love bye. you too. Bye.